0: This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 is out now on Exactly Right. New episodes on Mondays. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: All the things that I've ever worked on my whole entire life coalescing into one thing. Living completely transparently, working on my stuff constantly, not being afraid to stand in my own conditions, and also... Not feeling like I'm going to constantly mess my kid up because I have self-awareness and I work on myself.
0: Welcome to Parent Footprint with Dr. Dan. I am Dr. Dan. This show is about making the world a more loving, accepting, and compassionate place, one parent, one person, and one child at a time. The key to raising healthy and engaged kids is for us parents to seek the same in our own lives while striving to be the best versions of ourselves each day. No matter who you are or where you came from, with increased awareness, you can be purposeful about leaving a healthy footprint for your children, your family, and all those you care about while living your own life to the fullest. Today's show is a show. This show is Imperfect Moms Just Doing Their Best with Montourage podcast hosts Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Ashley is a New York-based host, producer, actor, and talent booker. In addition to montourage, she was recently the celebrity interviewer and booker for Scary Mommy and a face of Bobby Brown's new long wear fluid to powder foundation campaign. That's a lot there. She's recently hey, Look how pretty and, she is. Look at that. There's a reason for that. She's look recently that
2: fluid to powder face. Oh my god, thank you, you guys, you're embarrassing me.
0: It's very fluid. Okay, she's recently (laughs) been seen and heard as co-host of Scary Mommy's podcast, Scary Mommy Speaks, Facebook's live stream with Super Nanny Joe Frost for Lifetime, and was invited to be a part of Nickelodeon's Think Tank series. She has an extensive production background, having started her own production career with the celebrity talent on The Wendy Williams Show, and was part of the daytime Emmy-winning team on Martha, The Martha Stewart Show, and self-produced her Instagram docuseries, Hudson County 60. Ashley loves poodles, a nice stiff cocktail, celebrity <laughs> gossip, and reality TV so much so she's ready for her housewives moment. She lives with her husband, pup, and lunatic toddler in New Jersey, just seven blocks from her best friends, her parents. I love all this. And wait, there's more. We gotta there's, talk about this. That was Perry. so much. <laughs> but there's more because this is all such great stuff. People need to know <laughs> Thank you. This about you guys. Carrie is a New York-based actress, voiceover artist, yoga, and meditation teacher as well. In addition to their mom-centric pop, uh, podcast, Montourage, which we'll be talking about, as a producer and host, she brings together all her myriad job skills. Celebrity nanny, blabbermouth, brutally honest friend, voiceover actress, on-camera host, comedy writer, and real-life mom. Yes, they are both real-life mommies. She recently can be heard as co-host of Scary Mommy's podcast, Scary Mommy Speaks, and her meditation podcast, TMI, Truth, Meditation, Inspiration. In her 25 years as an actress, Carrie has performed in many productions, including All My Children, Law & Order, SVU, Orange is the New Black, Nurse Jackie, The Sopranos, Nip Tuck, and The Saints Row Series, as well as tons of national voiceovers and commercials. And as a yoga and meditation teacher, she has learned to navigate the stressful life of hustling in New York City as a creative professional. One of Carrie's passions is bringing yoga and meditation to children. She currently lives in New Jersey with her baby daddy, baby girl, and elderly dog. And she's also the funniest person she and we know. Welcome, (laughs) ladies, to the show.
2: Wow. Thank you for having us. That is... I I have to say every time someone reads the bio off of our website, I cringe and die a little bit. Yes, inside. I understand. And also, every time I'm
1: like, we need to edit that because hearing it read back, I feel like I need to change it, and then I forget. I,
0: yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I one hundred percent. I totally relate to that experience. And you know, when I went through yours, and I'm always looking at like, you know, do we need to say all this stuff? But it is all super cool. Like you guys are power people, and um, as as People have been writing about you guys and your show. Like you're crushing it. This is like Thank a huge. Su- this is a huge success. You're, I mean, recently uh, voted number fourteen on podcast uh, podcast magazines. 2021. That's right.
1: Not number one. Number fourteen.
0: <laughs> number fourteen um, at top moms in podcasting. But people. As you know, as a fellow podcaster, there are like gazillions of podcasts out there. It's yeah. not like it used to be when there were like, I don't know, a hundred. So 14 is right. big. And i and I know rising. You guys are rising. Thank, Thank you. you.
2: Dr. Dan, can we hang out with you every day? Yes. This, is, this is why yes. I love therapy. It's yes. like, oh, already I can feel it. It's working. Yes.
0: We're raising the spirit here. We're raising That's it. That's right. So, Shine um, theory. Yes. And okay, so let's. I'm we want to I want to talk about how the podcast came together. But first, for each of you, like, tell us a little bit about like where, you know, where you're from. Of course, um, one of you is really where you're from sitting in right now, like a little bit just about like your upbringing and like what made you who you are today. I know really small question there.
2: I know that's so big. Carrie, do you want to start? I feel like you're always good with these very heady questions. (laughs) Thank you. Thank
1: you. I'm a deep thinker.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: (laughs) I am the product of kind of a makeup sex from a separation situation. So my parents were uh, never together that I with me being alive. They were mm-hmm. already separated. My dad is a thera- a former therapist. I feel nice. like that is important to know. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Uh, um and so I was born in Maryland, raised in New Jersey. I'm currently sitting in my childhood home because my kids on spring break and I need I need childcare, so Help. we're here. Yeah. My mom yeah. is helping. Uh, my mom's mom ER, was a cardiac intensive care nurse. I think that's important to my upbringing too. I have a lovely blended family of uh, step parents that I absolutely adore. Um, I m- would lived in New York for like 25 years and just moved to New Jersey, not by my mm. parents, up north by New York yep. uh, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was late to have a kid. I didn't meet my baby daddy till I was 38 and he was 48 and we had lived primarily as single folks live in the New York lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and then we quick decided to have a baby, uh, just getting it in right at the end, the tail end of my ability to have a kid. And I had her at 40 and he was 50 and I have a, so now I have a three and a half year old baby girl named Luna,
0: and uh, I think awesome. that's awesome. Awesome, that is a yeah. great answer to the question. I've never heard anyone say I'm the product of makeup sex. I've never <laughs> yeah. heard that, and that is so refreshing to hear. Right? Like, I
1: mean, it was. I mean, what a good way to think about it. Like it was yeah. like it was a positive experience.
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. On the couch, as my mom told me. Oh my goodness! I'm <laughs> okay. gonna I'm, gonna, I'm okay. gonna piggyback off of that and tell yeah, okay. you. Um, I am the product of two teenagers who were in love and, uh, did not mean to get pregnant. Um, they are still together. My parents somehow, which it's like, you know, most people who intentionally get pregnant, uh, don't tend to, to make it work for almost 40 years. Um, yeah, I was born in Miami and, uh, my mom is originally from up here in North Jersey. We moved here when I was about 10 and, you know, I've been in and out of Manhattan, but mostly in North Jersey where I am currently in my home in Union City. And um, my husband and I kind of replicated it all because I accidentally got pregnant and was not sure if I wanted to even have a child, but I knew I was getting up there and we needed to have the discussion and surprise, here we are. And <laughs> he's the best accident I've ever made in my entire
0: life. Mm, he also
2: is sometimes the worst accident, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll talk about all, all that, right? Like, yeah. It's,
0: um, yeah, you know, from a spiritual perspective, there's that belief that, you know, the babies come when they're ready to come, regardless of the circumstance, they like come into your life.
2: Dr. Dan, we have had so many mediums on our show. Because it's a thing we like to do. We're really into that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, every single one we've had on says that there's another one waiting for me. And it Uh. freaks my husband and I out every single time where we're like, no. (laughs) Dr. Dan, (laughs) I I cannot even tell you. It's been like four Four separate psychics.
1: Four different ones have said, Carrie, you're done. Ashley, yeah, hmm, I think there's a girl in there. Yeah, yeah. we fondly named her Mary Maria. That's yeah. what we
2: call her. The Mary spirit.
0: Maria, the spirit who's just she's waiting. She's
2: waiting. <laughs> she's just waiting. But the, the most, most recent yeah. guy was like, if it doesn't happen in a year, it's not going to happen. But don't worry, she'll come into your family somehow else through like a niece or a dog. And I was like, OK, lots of dogs. That's You're like great. a dog. That's great. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. I um my wife and I were actually just talking about this last night. We, um, so we have three and three was the right, three was the right (laughs) number for me. Yeah. Thank you. I am. You see, you see some grayness gray in my beard.
1: I just have to say, God bless. Yes,
0: it is definitely an adventure. Um, and so she had always thought about a fourth and we were so overwhelmed that, you know, I was really like, there's no way we can do another one. We had three in like five years or less than five years. Dr. And and like,
1: how old are you,
0: may I
2: ask? Is that I weird?
0: am no, I am uh fifty one, approaching fifty two.
2: Got it. You don't look and a day over forty.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you so much. I feel that some (laughs) of the time you're working a zaddy forty. You're like a
1: zaddy forty,
0: a zaddy forty. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, there Um, you
0: go. We do need to hang out more. Okay, so (laughs) we said we said (laughs) this is therapy for you
1: too. Dr. Thank you. I
0: really appreciate this. It goes two ways. I uh, (laughs) so we said no, like it was a joint no. Even though my wife was really getting pulled, and she's like, I swear, there's still this this male that's out there. Like we would have had a boy, and so. Since then, all of our pets are um, become male, whether they're cats or dogs, and okay. they're endearing and complete pain in the rumps. And mm. we're like, "Is this a message? What was the message?" I don't know. We're, I'm just putting two things together here. But we're talking about: Is there supposed to be another male in our family? And if so, what would that be like? Because you know, your life goes in so many sliding door directions based on having these kids, not having these kids. Right? It changes everything. Oh my god, we
2: reference sliding doors often as well. All the time. It's Mm. it's just constant. Like, what if I had gone this way? I mean, I think about that all the time. Like, you know, uh for the most part, I generally am like, nah, 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 we're good with the one kid. Um, but every so often I see a real cute baby and it makes me think a little bit more. And, you know, generally I'm pretty happy with my decision. But there's always that little that little thought in my head.
0: Yeah. What about you, Carrie? You're like, I've got the one. You know,
1: I almost died. I I truly almost died in childbirth. Like, I literally hemorrhaged and bled out. And, oh, wow. and it was really of extremely traumatic uh, child birthing experience that I'm still not completely over. And so as much as I maybe would have wanted another one, I'm just honestly too afraid to have another one come from my body. So if I want another one, I'll adopt. And, um, so that doesn't really also the time constraint isn't, you know, I had gotten up there. I'd had a miscarriage from a boyfriend. Um, that's just a whole other thing, but I had was with the boyfriend for a long time and we decided to take a roll of the dice and i got uh (laughs) pregnant and he decided he was not interested in that and so i was gonna have the baby myself because i was already Mm -hmm. you know i was a sassy 35 in new york doing okay and um i ended up miscarrying um everything happens for a reason i truly believe Mm -hmm. and uh So I had gotten real used to the idea of just not having kids and was like, you know what? I'll just be fabulous and go on vacations and have lots of dogs. It's fine. And then when I met my now partner, we kind of had a change. He was on the same track of being like, I am live a fabulous life. And then we had a friend that had a baby that um, what she was just like, cool, like she wasn't she didn't get weird we met, you know, there's this thing that happens where people have babies and they turn into different people like completely. And -hmm. that had been my experience for the most part. And I was like, Ooh, I don't want to do that. I worked, I worked, listen, seriously, millions of dollars of therapy to become the person that I am today. I don't want her to change. Like I've worked hard at this person. Um, so when we saw friends that were like, the same ish. I mean, obviously, your life has to change, and it should have a baby, but primarily the same. We're like, oh, let's try it, and we did. And so, I'm just so thankful I got one squeaked in. And I've always, I my stepmom feels like my real mom too, and so I, I totally have always thought about adopting. And so, if I want to, I will. But for now, yeah. too scared of to pushing yeah. another baby through my body dur- in one some sort makes of way.
0: Perfect sense. Um, and I'm glad you are. Um predominantly okay. Sounds like yeah,
2: me too. getting me there. Too. Yeah. Mentally is a question, but, but <laughs> yeah.
1: physically we talk, okay. we talk to my therapist friend <laughs> about yeah. it a lot. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, you know, cause I'm asking, uh, I'm not asking like questions here. So the yeah. next, the next one is, how would you describe becoming a mother? Be- being a mother has changed you. You know, we had all this talk about, I I want to live my life the same way. I don't want to change. And then, of course, these humans come into our lives. How what has been the change for you guys?
2: I mean, for me, I feel like that's uh, it's been so many different changes. You know, some of the negatives being and this is something we talk about on the show a lot that I don't think a lot of people talk about is this level of anxiety that has um become my norm where yeah. things that never scared me before now scare me and they're not like like mental obstacles it's like being in the passenger seat of a car on a highway is terrifying to me now or, or like
1: even watching scary movies i oh yeah can't i do love it. scary movies yep. i love them it's different now it's just different 100 yeah. it, yeah.
2: it's just like it even jackass i watched jackass because i i loved it for so long i watched the newest one and they were i think they were do they were playing some game where they were injuring people and they couldn't scream and all i could think was (laughs) (laughs) you lose if you scream all i could think was this is so dangerous this does not have the same enjoyment effect on me anymore because now i think about what happens if you lose a limb what happens if you like have a horrible concussion and go into a coma and never wake up Uh, these, these weird anxiety things. But, you know, uh, one of the reasons I was so scared of becoming a mother is because I was scared that I was too selfish and kind of to what Carrie said, you know, Did I want my life to change? Did I want my relationship with my husband to change? Did I want my lifestyle to change? And I'm so happy things happened the way that they did because automatically I – went down this like very crunchy path. I am not the crunchy mom that's Mm -hmm. Carrie more than me. I mean, I was doing prenatal yoga and I was doing Bradley method and I was, I switched my, my um, OB in the middle of my pregnancy because I was very interested in not having a cesarean. Like I Mm -hmm. went down this path. I would never have gone down any other path time in my life. I care about the planet. I mean, I remember being pre-pregnancy, I was like, recycling? Why why do we even need to do that? What's the big deal? It all goes the same thing. It's like and uh, totally. now it's like, yeah, now I'm redoing Ext- my backyard and I'm like, oh, I'm going to grow zucchini here and I've
0: <laughs> <You've laughs> expanded.
2: Grow- yes, yes, I just I feel like Every part of me has grown through all of this, and including all, on a race line, yeah, including <laughs> on my body. Um, but it's just been a really nice change in myself. I also feel like I stand on my own two feet where I never have before, and uh. yeah, I'm in therapy, and yeah, that plays a part in it. But I really think it's the shift in becoming a parent and wanting to be a positive ro- influence, a positive role model to my child. It's wanting to teach him lessons in an, a nonverbal way. And, um, you know, aside from I'm happy that it happened, I'm, I'm proud of those changes. And I'm, I'm, I think it's not just for his betterment, for, but for my own.
0: Nice. 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 Absolutely. And um yeah, it is it is bizarre the way we think differently once we have children and it just gets you when you are not expecting it to grab you. Like you're like yep. I've been in this scenario 150 times and why now am I thinking about it this way and I can never think about it that way ever again. Such yeah. a never. trip. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's crazy.
0: Uh Crunchy Carry
1: yeah. I mean, yes. I'm only medium crunchy. Yeah, I am from yeah, New yeah. Jersey. Look at these acrylics. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, so I first want to start with saying that one of the things that Ashley and I are really kind of passionate about is maintaining that, although we, I'm getting a little choked up here. Sorry, Dr. Dan. Uh that it's really important to us that we remember that we were people who had goals and dreams and wishes and hopes before we had a kid. And that one of the things that's like a tenant of momtourage and something that Ashley and I try to remind each other and other women about is that you are still that person. And so it's important for you to make space and to prioritize the you that was you before you yeah. became a person with an, a human appendage attached mm-hmm. to your body? absolutely and um it's super duper important and and it's really, i think key to mental the maternal mental health um it's really important um for yeah. me, I think the biggest thing is if if we're ready to unpack and go deep is that my complete my life completely. Changed when I had a baby and my partners only partly changed. Hmm. And so for me, and I think that's a common thing that happens. Um, and I think it has to happen because biologically, that's just the way that life is set up. Even if you have the most attentive partner in the world, it's just biology, uh, current, maybe that'll change someday. But, um, mentally, I don't think I was fully prepared for that. I th- mm-hmm. I think I was prepared for like people talk about like the sleepless nights and the all these other kinds of things, but they didn't prepare me for the mind F that happens yeah. when you have a child and you're, you, you kind of lose your identity a little bit. And, yeah. and I've worked really passionately to find my identity and it's not the same one. It's a different one. Yeah. Uh, but. That's been the biggest challenge mm-hmm. personally for me. It's not the actually taking care of the child or anything like that. It's the reclaiming me and trying to be okay. You know, uh, Eve Radsky is a friend of the podcast and her book is real fair play is really a wonderful book. And it's one of those things like trying to be okay personally with right. the things that I've had to give up and yeah. the things that are e- now even between me and my husband, even though it's not even, it's like a priority thing or not my baby daddy, not my husband.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's, it's me, it's not him. It's not the situation. It's my thoughts about it that have needed the biggest adjustment and it's not done. I mean, i I work on it daily.
0: You guys have expressed, uh, expressed this so well. And it's, this is where we are aligned and what we are, you know, what we're, both doing from different angles in our, in our work here is that like this key is for, for, I mean, we all want our kids to be happy, healthy, successful, whatever the words are. And there's been this like movement in the past several decades of child first, parents last And that isn't good for the parent. And that isn't good for the child because you have these. I don't want
1: to model that for my baby girl.
0: I want. No, no. -mm. No. So you're right on. It's like, it's so critical and people think they're being selfish. And I'll say like, you know, it's more moms who as a whole tend to be more giving than um, dads. And I know that's, I don't want to put anyone in boxes. I just want to like shout out for moms that are just all in and have to be all in. And, well, it's also because um, we had
1: to be physically giving, literally. Yeah. And so yeah. it sets up a kind of standard or relationship between the parent-child.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I was just having a flashback. You were talking about how, you know, your life changed and you're doing all this work and your partner less so. And I remember with our first, I, uh, my wife's the stack of books next to her bed. And, you know, I'm, um, you know, a great pre dad on paper, right? Like, I'm a psychologist. I'm so excited. And, you know, I'm in there, I'm going to classes. And she's like, Did you read those books yet? Did you read those books yet? And I remember this is, you know, during pregnancy, I'm like, I just couldn't feel the attachment that I think I was supposed to feel until it was real for me. But of course, for you ladies, it's real right away. It's That's like, That's exactly
2: it's, what my husband has yeah. said the yeah. entire time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Okay, um, Montage. So this union has created um, quite a community. You got amazing guests. I've had so much fun listening to some of your your recent ones. Thank um, you. Such a transparent, honest conversation to just bring people together and be real about what it is to be a mom and a parent and how to survive as a human all, uh, at the same time.
2: Well, thank you for that. That is um, definitely one of our number one priorities as a, as human beings. And like part of our friendship, we've met, we met as moms. So uh, we don't know each other as not moms, which is kind of interesting to me. Um, but yeah, our our big thing is like parenting is this hugely unifying thing, right? Like most uh, so much of our population are parents and yet there's so much stigma about being honest, there's so much um it's so hard to have a real conversation with somebody about parenthood and its trials and tribulations, and and the great aspects of it. And it's like we're all so scared, you know. Carrie and I talk about this all the time. P- moms are the most judgmental people
0: mm. to, to each other. Yes, yeah, one hundred percent.
2: We all. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be a saint. I do it too. No, we, we do all, it too. We, we try to yeah. check
1: ourselves, but we do it too. Yep. Yeah. We
2: all sit here in judgment as parents and think we do it the best way. We know the best way, and. Because of that, so many of us are so scared to have a real conversation because we're scared to be judged about it. And we really want to do away with that. Carrie and I will have different opinions and talk about it on the show. We love to know, you know, it's like Us Weekly stars. They're just like us. We love having a celebrity guest and hearing that parenthood is hard for them, too. Even with nannies and assistants and everything else, you're still, you know... Parenting for me the hardest part isn't the actual physical act of parenting it's the mental and emotional totally, totally. drain that parenting is i mean my son's been having behavioral issues and i'm cr- calling my mom crying being like what do i do i don't know what to do here i like no one told me how to do this and totally that's what we really aim to kind of dispel with mom trash is make it an open forum for people to talk about the stuff that's just hard.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then adding on to that, if I may, please, please also
1: provide content that's not mom content. Because yes. one of the because I'm gonna be real <laughs> right. with you, Dr. Dan, right. I don't right. really like mom shows. No. Yeah. I
0: don't. Yeah. and
1: Ashley and I think it's, crazy ironic that we have a mom show because we are not really into mom things like a top rated
0: mom show no less
1: number 14 (laughs) Um, but like we we want to we also try to bring content that has nothing to do with being a mom totally that so that when you're listening, maybe you get some – listen, we always joke. One time we uh, with the other podcast we were on, we got a review that said we were not – that they they wanted a peer-reviewed journal. <laughs> and we're like, we are not a peer-reviewed journal. I got a theater degree and actually got a communications degree. This is not a peer-reviewed <laughs> journal. Right. We, but we do – look to the New York Times parenting section and have doctors on and stuff. So there is some advice, usually not from our mouths, but there is some advice that is useful. And then there's also some advice that is not totally useful, but makes you feel like a d- human person. Yeah.
2: Again. Like, do
0: you yeah. want yeah. to know
1: about
2: J-Lo so... and Ben Affleck? Because we'll tell, you,
0: it? It. Yeah. We'll tell you about Let's it.
1: We'll tell you about it. Let's hear about that yellow diamond and the PDA that was happening at Coachella. Let's hear <laughs> about green, it. It's green, Carrie. It's Harley. Green. But anyway, um, so... We, that's also a really big tenant of momtourage is that like, just like get some fun. If you're going to listen, mom's time is precious. If you're going to spend 35 minutes listening to something, it better have a bunch of stuff to offer because (laughs) we don't have time to do much else. Yeah. And then I think, I think something for me that is also really important about the show is, um, this maternal mental health, Ashley and I talk about all the time, this, this like, mm. and it's something that actually, you know, your niece, right? Niece? Yes. Cousin? Uh,
0: cousin. She, cousin? Cousin. Cousin. Yeah. Cousin. She yeah. talks
1: about a lot too. Is like dispelling the thing that like you do it alone. Like, here's the medication that I'm on. Right. Here's uh, here's the therapist I talk to. Know that maternal mental health is a major problem in the United States. And let's talk about it and provide a space where One of my favorite quotes is by the author, Samuel Beckett, and it says, ever tried, ever failed, no matter. Try again, fail again, fail better. Mm. So this idea of the mom fail, it's really just a lesser win. And so we openly share our failures and how we're failing better. And it's not really a failure. It's just this open forum to be like, this is how we're failing cool. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. You know? Yeah. And you're
2: not in it alone. We're
1: all doing it. Yeah. yeah. we got you, you know, because this is how it is.
0: It's such a important and critical message these days because of the Portrayal of perfection that is on everyone's screen and everyone's social media, and you know, all that stuff that just makes you both want to. It's like makes you angry, it makes you want to vomit, it makes you feel bad about yourself. And then it's really hard to cut through it and know, like, you know what, this is at least 75% BS. Like, life yes. isn't like that. Life is real, it is messy. It is amazing being a parent it is the hardest thing and the most miserable thing in moments being a parent right it's 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 all of it yeah
2: i I remember when I had first had my son and I was in that very um postpartum it time. and We were in bed all day long and I would nurse and we'd take a nap and, you know, that really beautiful time. And I started following all these like mom influencers on Instagram and they were all living these beige and brown lives where their toys were all wooden and everything <laughs> yeah. was nothing was out of place and everything was perfect. And they wore prairie dresses and hats. And I was just like, Okay, so this is motherhood. This is what yeah. I'm striving for. Organic cotton only, no play school toys because they're plastic. And it was just like finding my group was so hard because this is what there was. This was the this was the aspirational mom. And that's why when you know our other show happened, when Carrie and I met, it was like, okay, there are other moms. Just like us, who have honestly, Ashley was the
1: first one that I met that I really connected to. And since it's amazing, kind of thing that happens in the universe, you when you find a synergistic, like Ashley and I talk about all the time, Ashley is literally the best partner I've ever had in life. Thank you, you too.
2: Thank you, Boo. (laughs)
1: Like, we have, I've never. I'm stuck. I I totally cut you off, Ashley. That's okay. Go ahead and finish. You're
2: still the best partner. Go ahead.
1: Thank you. Um, (laughs) I'm like a do a project alone kind of girl because I don't trust anyone. And Mm -hmm. Ashley's a little bit like that too. And I've never had a business partner that's better. And I've never really had a specific in this kind of motherhood way partner. And it's like when we found each other some sort of universal magic happened and now we found others like yeah. us yep. um we became like a a, a beacon for weird mobs everywhere yeah <laughs> but
0: yeah
1: i We're like the really... bat light if
0: yeah. you the believe bat light. i mean a comic exactly. book reference
1: but yeah, yeah. So like a, like a bat
2: light
0: they what's the come... image though what's the image it's on the your shape light. of a
1: cocktail maybe i don't yeah. know yeah, go. Yeah, a martini glass martini glass, martini yeah. glass. yeah yeah, right.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there um, more pressure? Is there more pressure for you guys as celebrities? I mean, being in this world. Oh my gosh, that's the best thing anyone's ever said to me.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm going to veto you $120 after this. (laughs) We need a moment we've never been called the big c word before we've been called the other big c other word c but not words. that one wow <laughs> god bless okay continue dr dan i'm sorry
0: so as celebrities <gasps> i imagine i mean i'm imagining there's more there's more pressure to do it right to look a certain way for a you know an image is that is
2: i that don't happen? I'm a hot, hot mess. Dan. i don't I don't yeah, care yeah, yeah. ever feel uh yeah. i mean Listen, firstly, I think you're being overly kind with the celebrity word. We did get um, recognized last week, Ashley. That's true. The one and only time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and while it is so flattering to hear that, it is inc- when Carrie said, Oh, I just got a DM. This girl recognized us when we were out at dinner. I literally said, Did she look? In her picture, does she look well? Because (laughs) I'm having a hard time believing this. And I actually asked that question. (laughs) And I said, Her picture, I was like, She seems well, Ashley. I think she's all right. (laughs) Like, for me, I was like, Oh my God. You know, I think we live in our own la la land of working and constantly trying to get to where we want professionally and trying to navigate lives with our partners and trying to navigate lives as parents that like the only pressure I feel is the constant pressure I put on myself. Yeah.
1: And also yeah. Yeah.
0: being
2: a parent is the ultimate,
1: yeah. ultimate thing to not have your head get too big. Oh my because, God. Oh, because, because yeah. like I'll be riding high and my kid will be like, mommy stops. Meanwhile, I'm a trained singer. And my mom's <laughs> like, stop singing. I, I want to hear who sings it besides Bianca my babysitter is the best singer I know I was like oh okay so my Broadway training isn't enough thank you
0: thank you we were getting ready
2: yeah I was getting ready for I think the Jim Carrey interview and I was Mm -hmm. like riding high I was like I can't believe it we're interviewing Jim Carrey I like the day was long it was a Just great. I felt cute. I had put all this work into my hair and makeup.
1: It looked really good, Dr. Dan. She had like a good blowout. It was good. Thank you so much. But (laughs) my
2: son came home and he was like, Mama, you look funny. And I was like, God. (laughs) Jesus. Why? Why did it just <laughs> rain on my parade, kid?
0: Knock you down. And see, there Always. you go. I'm just just getting back to um you were interviewing a fellow celebrity Jim Carrey. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Okay. Also,
1: can we talk yeah. about how slick Ashley was to have such like a a nice shout to our podcast in her answer? Ashley, that was
2: like oh. It's like you've done this before
0: it's like or something. I'm, it's
2: like I'm a seasoned professional.
0: Yeah. You, you are a seasoned professional celebrity. That's what I'm saying. Yes, Jedi mind yes. trick. You by the end of this, you're gonna feel it. But it's true yeah. what you're saying. It's like it doesn't matter who you are. Um, and especially as your kids get older, um, and their words get longer and at times and their hormones get a little more intense. It is unbelievable Ugh. how um I remember this, I had this client who is a um Very well-known speaker, you know, who would fill stadiums of people and he'd come home and his three teenagers would just talk to him in a way. He's like, do they have any idea like who I am when I'm not in the house? And it's like, I'm like, well, A, tell them and B, it probably won't help that much. And it really didn't. Right. It's like, yeah.
1: I, one time I was like, I've been on a couple cartoons and one of them is the right age to show Luna. Cause some of them are like adult. My, you know, my voice is like on like video games. I would never show my kid. And I showed one that was like really appropriate for her age range. And she was not impressed. She's like. That's not, it's not even good,
2: mom. Oh my I dear. I didn't even tell you this story, but I was talking to Sebastian one night and I was like, Sebastian, like, who's the most famous person? Like, who's a rock star to you? Like, who's, who is the most famous person? And he knows like Lady Gaga on the weekend and like Ryan and friends. I'm like, who is that for you? And he goes that was pretty famous and i was like excuse me <laughs>
1: what? he
2: goes everybody knows dad Dad, mind you my dad my husband's just a music supervisor he works on film and television but it's like he's a behind the camera guy right i was yeah. just like okay all
0: right yeah, time out time out buddy let me show you some headshots yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah. like
2: uh all right we have yeah. lights yeah. in our basement in a little studio but yeah it's dad okay cool yeah 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 yeah
0: oh man humble pie right like our heads can
1: never get big no she's always like keeping it real yep
0: totally so thank god because
1: ashley and our heads could have gotten so big from all this celebrity all this celebrity
0: (laughs) stuff i know we're trying to keep you down to earth here i mean we do
1: get swag sometimes it's the most exciting thing
0: um I saw your swag, by the way. You do have swag, everyone. You check out their website, which they'll tell you about <laughs> later. They've got, they've got product. They've got product. So what, what do you, um, where do you continue to want your show to evolve to? You know, like what? I mean, now that you're in it, right? And it's, it's, it's it, it, in my experience, the shows just keep becoming. And like, wh- wh- what do you see for it? Wh- what's your vision?
2: Carrie, are we, are, we, are we going all in on this? go all in go all in boo manifest Manifest. okay so uh you know for a while we thought tours right tour uh, touring is the ultimate podcasting thing and then we've been to a couple and um honestly we weren't so blown away we didn't we're, we're not seeing this as like the ultimate i mean i think ideally the Ultimate, ultimate, ultimate goal for Carrie and I is to have some kind of sh- television show, some kind of talk show situation, where taking all the the trash foundations um, and interviewing people and chatting and basically doing what we do now on a daily or weekly basis with guests and just you know because at the end of the day it's like you know do do what you love we really love doing this um, yeah yeah but one of the things we're actively working towards right now is launching um a podcast a full service podcast production company that would essentially help people um produce, grow and monetize a polished professional podcast because it is very difficult to do, you know. Yes, and podcasting yes. is is interesting because it's one of these things where you can just get there and talk and Still, it could grow or you could put a lot of work and effort and really grow it into something and make some money. There's off
1: nuances
0: it. about it. Lots yeah. of nuances.
2: And, and, you know, you know, like it's we're a two woman team. It's it's definitely um, it's it's a job. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, somewhere in between the two of them, we'd love to have a podcast network where we can really boost the voices of all different kinds of parents. Um, Mm. You know, moms of color, dads, um, moms and dads in the LGBTQIA community, uh, Mm -hmm. people such as yourself. I mean, these voices, we're in a new world and mental health, maternal mental health is important. Uh, We're very passionate about the fact that Moms of color are disproportionately dying in childbirth um, yes. because they're not being ta- being taken seriously. Uh, you know,
1: non-traditional families, yeah. all sorts of non-traditional families.
2: Fathers mm-hmm. who were who were assigned female at birth. They are now having children like we live in a different world and all these yeah. voices should be heard. They are all valid. They are important. And representation matters. And Love it. We just want to give power to those voices.
0: Entrepreneurs, you Let's guys try are and. entrepreneurs. Yeah, I, I
1: like to can. just say we every day we hustling. Let me tell you, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. The grind, the grind. It's yep. an important grind. Um, it is an important and, grind. And I am uh, so excited to see what's to come. I have no doubt it's going to happen. You guys have momentum. You have energy. Um, you have synergy. And um, and of course, you guys are celebrities. So what can go wrong? I mean, okay. obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's time. It's time, people, for the Parent Footprint Moment question. Before I ask it, I think we should select Who's gonna go first? So you could just kind of settle in. Okay, Carrie's Carrie, going thanks, first. thanks for volunteering, <laughs> Carrie. Okay, thank okay, you. There we go. Here it is. So, <clears throat> ladies, well, wait, I gotta t- I have to ask everyone the question. Oh
1: my God. Okay, I was so ready. Yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. She's so
0: ready. She's a high achiever. Okay. Um, <laughs> tell us about a time that you became aware of yourself as an individual as a parent or even an awareness of your own parents and that new awareness had a positive impact on your life, your kids, and maybe even those you love?
1: Oh, okay. I'm going to wrap it up. It's going to be two things combined together to make one beautiful thing. Are you ready? Okay, ready. All right, here we go. So I have struggled with, uh, I don't even want to, I don't like, I don't know the word to use anymore. Mental illness doesn't seem correct to you. Mm-hmm. Your mental health. health. Mental, Mental health. health. Yeah. Yes. For a very long time. It runs in both sides of my family. I have a whole other history that would take uh, two more shows with you, Dr. Mm-hmm. Dan, to, un- to uncover. <laughs> yeah. um, but I have gone through some things. And as a yoga teacher, I originally thought everyone's got to be like a Gwyneth Paltrow yoga teacher. And I just got to be perfect. I got to be skinny. I got to look in that, look good in clothes and do all the poses. And I was sort of living this, like, fractured life. I was like, I'm this actor, and then I don't tell people I'm a yoga teacher. I'm this yoga teacher that doesn't tell people they're an actor, and I'm telling no one about my mental health, really. And then one day, I just had a thought, and this was before it was cool to talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. I just was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to bring it to my yoga class. I'm going to say to my yoga class, yo, I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to see what happens because I'm really tired of living a fractured life. And when I did that, and I did it all across the board and all the things, my life, I just decided I'm going to be integrated, Carrie. I'm not going to fracture myself. I'm not going to, I'm just going to show it all. And my, uh, everything took off at that point, everything. It was just living in accordance to what I am truly as a person, instead of worrying about what people should do, um. And that was, it was really liberating. And I think the universe uh, uh, took note and that uh, good things happen. Flash forward. I, uh, My child is, I think, one. It's around Christmas time. We're back in my family home uh, at Christmas time. And I get a gift from my mom, kind of a pricey gift. And my toddler immediately uh, doesn't destroy it, but Messes yeah. it up, like within two seconds of yep. doing it, and yep. I have some OCD, so it wasn't mm-hmm. something that affected it forever, but in my mind, it was ruined. Mm-hmm. and I freaked, I freaked, I freaked in front of her. My partner and my mom were like, You can't freak like this. And uh, I got really worried that I was messing my child up and giving her oCD by my concern about it. And then I had a really proud moment, um, and my mom, you know, my mom. Uh, does not go to therapy herself, but is an advocate of therapy and has always been very good in advocating for me. Uh, but she doesn't quite understand it herself because she doesn't mm-hmm. isn't afflicted with the same things I'm afflicted with. And she was like, you had gotten so much better. You, you I thought you were fixed.
0: Whoa.
1: And I was really proud of myself. I took I was proud of myself for two reasons. I took a breath and I said, I am not fixed, but I am so much better. I am so much better because I just realized what I did. I made a choice to change my reaction and I didn't feel bad about it. So I am better. And it took her a little while. She's a person that like takes things in. And like the next day she goes, I'm so sorry I said that. Mm. That was the wrong words. I have noticed you are so much better and I am so proud of you. I'm sorry I said it that way. I'm sorry it Mm. came out that way. I'm so proud of all the work that you do. And so it was a full circle moment of like all the things that I've ever worked on my whole entire life coalescing into one thing, living completely transparently, working on my stuff constantly, not being afraid to stand in my own conditions, and also not feeling like I'm going to constantly mess my kid up because I have self-awareness
0: and I work on myself. Beautiful awareness, awareness, and um, awareness is key. And I just want to highlight something you said for everyone listening is it's easy to say it's hard to do, but it's, it's, this is through time, through the field of mental health, psychology, wellness, spirituality is the more we can live aligned with our authentic, true self, the less distress we will be in. Even mm-hmm. if we still have stuff, right? It's like so that you owned it. And it's such a model for your students, for your listeners, for everyone to hear like you are real and you are struggling. And it's amazing that when we admit the things that are hard, the things that are hard can even get easier just by, again, say aligning. It. Yeah, just by saying it. Thank you.
1: What did that person say one time? Actually, it was so good. If you can think it, you can do it. If you can do you can say it, it happens. Oh, that?
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh... If you think it, oh God, I don't remember the exact words, but essentially it was to the effect of, "If you're feeling it, say it, because yeah. that is yeah. that is valid and that is an important thing. Just acknowledging it's it. It's like if you if important. you're thinking
1: it, you can say it. If you can say it, you can overcome it. Something yeah, like that. That's like it's doable. Yeah. Something right,
2: right, like nice. nice. Um, all I don't know. I this is not right. a peer-reviewed journal on my good. part. This so I This is not remember. a
0: peer-reviewed journal. No. All right, <laughs> Ashley, your Moment.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm a little uh less capable of pinpointing an exact moment, but I will tell you that to this day my mom is my best friend. And as a little girl, I thought now mind you, my mother had me when she was 19. So, in my mind, she was a grown-up. She had all her her life together and she knew what she was doing and you know, the things that came out of her mouth were gospel because that was that's my mommy. Um, and, you know, I got older as a teenager. I became a teenager and, you know, we would fight. And I remember one day in the car saying to her, I, I'm so sorry, I'm not as perfect as you are. <laughs> and my mom still brings this up to me to yeah, this yeah. day, that that exact statement. <laughs> and now as an adult, now as a mother, I understand. And mind you, a significantly older mother than my mother was at the time. I mean, at, at this point, I'm 30, I'm going to be 37 this year. And when she had a five-year-old, she was going to be 24, no, 26, 26. Sorry. Math is not my strong suit. Um, and now I realize she didn't really know what she was doing. She was just doing her best. Yeah. and, I don't know if that's more of a lesson in acceptance of self, uh, loving yourself, or if if it's that I need to look at my son a different way, or if it's just that we're all just doing our best. We're all just trying to make this entire thing work, and your kids are going to love you no matter what. Within reason, you know, don't be abusive or anything like that. Um, And your kids are going to revere you. And I think the thing that she always did that was different than so many other people was she took a real vested. It wasn't just telling me not to do things or how to do things. It was taking a real vested interest in. My life, even as a four year old, she knew who my friends were. We talked about my and I see her when she's here and my son is around. She's asking him all the same questions. I ask him the same questions she used to ask me. And so that's kind of a long winded story. And I went off on a tangent. But my whole point is we're all just doing our best and nobody actually knows what they're doing. And I think realizing that as a parent yourself is kind of like a light
0: bulb moment totally totally and the other point val, great point you're making is that kids look up to their parents and think they have all the answers and for those of us parents who do lean towards perfectionism which is a very common thing there's often a not a lot of knowing that you're projecting i've got everything together and i always do it right because of your own stuff and how important it is to show our kids that we're fallible we make mistakes and to kind of you know back counteract that perfectionistic tendency that comes into trying to be the best, you know, trying to be the best people that we can be. So our kids know that we're just as human as them.
2: Yep. 100%. And I, I, um, you know, I try to, when I mess up with my kid, when I do something that maybe I regret, because again, I'm a human being, if I get too angry and I scream, you know, within reason, given this, you know, whatever the, the actual situation is, but I will certainly say, Hey, I'm sorry, mommy didn't act the right way. And because it's, a, it's important for me that he also knows how to deal with yes. making a mistake. And I yes. want not everybody to
1: gets that. trophies. We always say that right. not every kid gets no. a soccer
2: trophy. You gotta my, learn that's how, a really how to really hard thing yeah. for my kid. He doesn't get Got to learn how to lose. Yeah. Well, yep. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother episode because when our kids were growing up, everyone was getting trophies and it was a mess. Yes. So, Yes, but in real life, not everyone gets trophies, and you're still a good person if you don't get right. one. Coping Brazilians. Yep. All right, peeps. This was so Dan. fun. This was so Ugh. fun. The time flew. It just flew.
2: Dan, Truly yeah. a joy. Thank you so much for having us on your very famous show.
0: Oh, why, thank you. I, um, you're
2: a celebrity yeah. to us.
0: Oh. And,
2: and to you. other people.
0: Thank you. Yes. Thank you. If we need to do this again. We will find a way to do it again. <laughs> Um, and I just tell everyone where to, what to find your show, find what you guys are up to because there's a lot going on and there's a lot to come.
2: So you can find Momtourage Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We're not great at TikTok, but we're on it. We're not great uh, at TikTok. At Momtourage Podcast. And then personally, you can find me at Ash Heron Smith.
1: And you can find me at Carrie Sotaro. That's it.
0: Awesome. I'm impressed you guys are on TikTok. Not quite there. And that's oh, a so place Dan. to be. I know we're. It's cringy. We're... It's cringy. TikTok yeah. is the
2: greatest lesson in letting go of perfectionism. Oh, I have to tell you, well, it truly <laughs> is. Totally. It truly is because yeah. the things you put a lot of work into, nothing happens. And then yeah. the thing that is the littlest, that's the stuff that like is a successful video. Yeah. So
0: Who knows the algorithms? Yep. But if you uh, ever want to challenge
2: your your perfectionism, yeah. start a TikTok account and post.
0: <laughs> Do it. Yep. All right, you guys. Thanks so much. Such Thank a pleasure. Thank you, Dr. Dan. Wishing you the best listeners thank you for reviewing for subscribing for bringing people to the community for your five star reviews please share this show with everyone because there's a whole nother community that they're going to want to be a part of and it is called montourage if they aren't already you know what i'm going to ask you to do try to be the person you want your child to become and ask yourself the guiding question i ask myself each day what footprint do you want to leave This has been a Peters and Rossi production. Parent Footprint with Dr. Dan is produced by Laura Rossi. Our engineer is Phil Rossi. Theme music is Strummer Man, composed and performed by ProTunes. Artwork is by Garrett Ross. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Parent Footprint Podcast and on Twitter at Dr. Dan Peters. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Listen, follow, and leave us a review on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can listen to new episodes one week early on Amazon Music, or early and ad-free, plus bonus episodes by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app.